0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 86 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I am your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are talking about the concept that thoughts are like dominoes. So you know, those big domino designs where you hit the domino at one end, a little throat <laughs> and around and around and up and down and through different obstacles, and then it does something at the end. And I think this is a really important concept because when you're working on thought work, it's easy to view uh, your thoughts as isolated. So the thoughts right before you eat are what trigger your eating. And that is true. But what I want to show you is that those thoughts are influenced by a whole lot of other thoughts that have occurred throughout the day. And when you can start identifying these domino thoughts and reaching them more at the source, that then makes the thoughts right before you eat uh, less compelling or maybe they actually won't exist. Uh, so correcting The source issue makes the actual eating piece far more easy to address. And I think if you're wanting to figure out your stress eating, figure out your binge eating, and do it in a way that doesn't feel hard or a struggle, this is key. So you want to listen to this episode. If you're joining me for the first time, I am Siobhan Key and I am a weight loss coach for physicians. I help physicians stop binge and stress eating using sustainable techniques that last and that don't require a ton of willpower. I'm also a practicing family physician and obesity medicine physician, so I have a lot of scientific background as well as a certification in life coaching from the Life Coach School. If you feel that you would benefit, uh, check out my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, and click on the work with me tab you can book a free introductory session where you and i can chat one on one and talk about what's going on in your life and how coaching could transform that for you all right let's get to our topic today first it is a wednesday and i don't have to work other than doing this kind of stuff i don't have any clinic work and so i as soon as i finish this i'm heading out to the lake with my kids taking our puppy who's a four month old lab needs to wear off some energy and it's actually supposed to be nice out today we have had a June so far that it has been so rainy and so many times I've thought okay let's go camping at the lake this weekend it's just ended up rainy and miserable and not really worth taking small children out to sit in a essentially shed in the rain so I'm excited that we're going to go out and I'll pack a dinner and we'll uh, cook some chicken on the fire and have dinner out there and get some swimming in and some kayaking. So let's get to the episode so that I can get out there. All right. Like I said, the thoughts that drive the eating, uh, the thoughts that happen immediately before the eating are important to know. And I'm hoping if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've started to develop kind of a catalog of the thoughts your brain uses to drive eating. But I would argue those aren't the most important thoughts. Those thoughts are happening as a result of other things happening in your life. So really, those thoughts are happening as a result of other thoughts. Um, And I can speak from this from a personal standpoint plus with my coaching clients I see this a lot when we truly uncover the original thoughts that got this cascade of dominoes going that ended up with the eating um we have so much more success in changing uh just changing a thought and then having again a positive domino effect where that shift in the thought earlier in the day ends up with the whole day going better and ultimately not having that urge to eat later in the day. So you can use this, this domino effect is happening regardless in your life. You can use it the way it is and just let it keep happening. Or when you understand it and use it, you can actually have it happen or work for a positive effect on your weight loss journey. And that's really cool because if you change one thought earlier in the day, your whole day feels better and you just don't build up that stress level that then drives the wanting to eat later in the day, it feels like that urge to eat just fades away. And that's magical. Like if you've struggled with diets your whole life, if you can create that even some days where it just feels like you just don't have the urge to eat and the whole day went better, like why wouldn't you? That sounds too good to be true when I say it like this, but honestly it's very uh, within very much within your reach, and it doesn't take a lot of work to do. Um, and its makes so much more sense to me long term when you're wanting to lose weight, to do these things that are small that don't feel like they take a lot of energy, like changing a thought earlier in the day, doesn't take a lot of energy, it doesn't take willpower. But by doing that, then through the course of the day, everything else shifts and changes. So that one simple change didn't even take extra time out of your day to change a thought. Everything else gets better. Uh, And it's amazing. But that's the power of coaching. And that's the power of thought work. So picture this, I want to walk you through so you understand what I'm talking about. The place we often focus when we're new at thought work is, okay, I just ate something or I really want to eat something what am I thinking about and often it feels like that thought is just really simple it's just like uh, I just want this I deserve this a thought like that that feels just so basic and you're like okay well how do I change that because I do want that Um, and it can feel a bit more daunting but what I want to show you is that thought is a result of a whole bunch of other thoughts that happen through the day. So I'm going to walk you through a theoretical day. <laughs> we'll call it theoretical, but honestly, I've lived this day many times in my life, and I'm sure a lot of you have too. So let's hit the reverse button on the old VHS tape. Remember that, the where you'd hit rewind and you'd see all the images and sometimes hear the audio, (laughs) rewind on the VHS and rewind through the day. So you picture yourself later in the day at that moment where you're like, I just want to eat this. Now rewind yourself back to the beginning of the day. And there's so many different things that can happen, but this is an example. Uh, So maybe that day you woke up feeling tired, maybe you hadn't slept well, or maybe the night before you'd had thoughts about, you know, I'm just going to watch one more episode on Netflix before I go to bed. And you went to bed late, which now you wake up tired. And your thought when you wake up is, I'm tired. I don't really want to go to work. Uh, Maybe you have a thought, this is going to be hard. Uh, When do I get finished? There's a lot of thoughts that you might think in that moment. Um, And then you get yourself ready, you get went to work, you sit down and you look at your day sheet. And you have one of those shoulder slumping (laughs) episodes where you see the day sheet and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And you might have thoughts of this is going to be busy. Uh, Maybe you have a thought of, I don't know how I'm going to keep up. Maybe you have a thought of that's too many people to see. Uh, That's too much to do. Uh, Maybe it's just a thought of, I wish I didn't have to be here. Um, there's so many different thoughts, but again, that they're going to influence how the day goes. So then you get going on your day, all the while feeling tired and thinking, oh, this is going to be quite a day. And then you start getting interrupted by phone calls, as we know often happens. And then you're thinking, well, now I'm behind, I'm not going to be able to catch up. Uh, and then you end up behind and you end up working through your lunch. And you maybe you think something like, I can't believe I can't even get a break today. I couldn't even have time off to any time during my lunch hour. And then maybe you start your afternoon a little bit late. And you start your day thinking, okay, I need to hustle to catch up. But you get behind in the afternoon. And you think, okay, you know what, I'm behind, I'll just do these notes later so that I can get these people out of the waiting room. I'm, you know, that situation where you feel like everybody in the waiting room is staring at you, that I just need to hurry up and get people through so I don't have people in the waiting room. And then you finish your office and you think, oh, I have all these notes to do, but I'm too tired to do these notes. I'll do them later. Um, you walk into the house and everybody feels like on a day like this, pounces on you uh wanting stuff, wanting your attention, and you have to get meals ready, maybe lunch is made, all that sort of stuff, kitchen cleaned. And you're thinking, oh, I can't wait till the kids go to bed. When do these kids go to bed? Uh, and then they finally go to bed and you go into the kitchen to maybe do some more of the chores. And you see some sort of treat in a cupboard or on the fridge and your brain thinks, I want that. Now, was it really that treat that triggered it? Or was it you spent the day thinking thoughts that made you feel tired, made you feel stressed, made you feel overwhelmed by your schedule, made you feel behind, uh, made you feel like you were dragging extra work with you? All of these things, all these thoughts throughout the day are what led up to decide, having that thought of, I want that when you finally had a chance to take a bit of a break, and you saw the treat. So picture each of those thoughts, each of those episodes throughout the day as like a domino where, you know, one influenced the other, influenced others. Because if you remember, our thoughts cause our feelings. So waking up with the thought of, oh, I'm tired, I don't want to go to work, is going to give you a feeling of exhaustion, um, maybe dread. And that will then influence other thoughts that you have later in the day And it'll influence how you view work, how you interpret that day sheet. That same day sheet, you could show up to work on a day where you felt you slept well and you had a good morning and you're feeling energized and you might be thinking, all right, I'm just ready to see some people and get some work done. And that same day sheet might trigger totally different thoughts. You might not have that same shoulder slumping experience with it because you were thinking different thoughts leading in. So each thought creates a feeling which creates action, which then influences other thoughts, other feelings, other actions, and it becomes that domino effect. Now, what I was talking about at the beginning is um, changing one of those earlier thoughts and being aware of those earlier thoughts can make this domino effect work for you instead of against you. And I would argue that the the place to change is the earlier in the day because y- your mind is fresh. Like if you start trying to change thoughts later in the day, once you've already been through a really busy day where you felt like you didn't keep up and everything like that, then it's going to be harder because you're just mentally more tired. Um, not to mention you spent the day in this scenario telling yourself that you're tired so you'll be probably even more tired than just the tiredness from any sleep deprivation so that's going to be a harder place to jump in and start changing thoughts you'll have more success earlier in the day before you've built up that fatigue that stress that tiredness so let's talk about how you do this how you can manage this so the first thing is awareness awareness is key when you're doing thought work always being the observer of your own mind and what it's thinking and if you're new to this I really encourage you as much as possible to write things down because when you're just thinking it and watching it in your mind it can be slippery in that it can be hard to kind of pin down exactly what the thoughts are when you write it down it makes it concrete you'll often find thoughts that you wouldn't recognize just in your own mind Now, that being said, in a busy clinic day, you're not going to have time to sit down and write every thought. Uh, So there is that skill of just watching your own brain and being like, oh, interesting, look at what I'm thinking. Is that actually what I want to think? Um, So building that skill of being an observer throughout your whole life, throughout everything that you do, is going to help you in this weight loss journey because you'll start to really learn how your brain is functioning and how it's viewing different things and the thoughts that it's supplying. So the second part of this is as you become an observer, choose one thought earlier in the day. Think of it as like a keystone thought. Like that, if you change that thought, everything else might change. So for me, when I was first uh, you know, working on burnout and everything like that. Um, what I recognized is a pattern of my thoughts was I would just get so flustered when I'd feel behind. And then I would just get in this swirl of thoughts about being behind and not being able to catch up and having so much work to do. And it, it would then create itself. So it would then be self-fulfilling prophecy that yeah, I would get further behind. I I wouldn't get my notes done and I would have work to do that evening, maybe even work to do on the weekend. And it would just continue on like that. And when I worked on changing that thought, the I'm so behind thought to uh, just a thought like I just need to focus and get this next work done or uh, another thought I've used is everything that needs to be done will get done. It settles me down puts me in a better headspace to actually get the work done and do it efficiently because when you're in that swirl if you feel like your brain's in a swirl you're probably not efficient in that in that state so that those thoughts let me settle down do the work efficiently get through whatever busyness there was in the day without pulling or developing all that extra stress and fatigue and overwhelm throughout the day so for me, that I'm so busy thought was a keystone thought that when I changed it, the rest of my days changed. And I still, just so you know, if you're working on this stuff, I still have days where my brain freaks out. And it's like, I'm so busy and I'm so far behind. I'm, I'm a lot better at catching it. So it doesn't run away with me in the same way that it used to. But there's still days where I might indulge it. And then I, catch on and I'm like hey hold up what am I doing (laughs) I'm just constantly thinking about how busy and how far behind I am and it's making me feel miserable and then I can change it but just know that if if you're doing this work and you have some success and you're like oh things are so much better when I change my thought and then an, an old thought pattern comes back and you feel like dang it like what happened I thought I had this all sorted out just know that that's normal, that that's part of the process. No matter how good you get, your brain is going to supply you with thoughts that don't serve you. Uh, it's just you build the skill of recognizing them faster and you build the skill of switching out of them more easily. But if you're feeling like you're in a swirl in the middle of a day, uh, I would suggest take five minutes and write some stuff down. Because the that five minutes may feel like you don't have five minutes to spare, But that five minutes will likely help you get back on track because your brain will settle down, you can get out of the swirl, you can get more efficient, and then you can get whatever needs to be done, done in a more efficient manner. So you'll probably make up that five minutes fairly quickly. Um, So just know that if you have that sense that you don't know what's going on in your brain, it can be a good time investment to actually sit down and think it through and write it out. Okay, The third thing is be a detective. Sometimes our brains are like, nothing's going on here. All we want is the food. It's just that the food is really delicious. Nothing else is happening. And it'll feel like when you're trying to do this thought work, like you're hitting a brick wall. And so if you feel that with yourself, I would say just don't buy that story that your brain's giving you. It's not a true story, it's not um, accurate. And essentially, it's just a simplified version. So take on the role of detective. Think, okay, yeah, I hear that you just want the food, but what else might be triggering this? What else could have happened um, that might put me in a state where I'm really wanting this food? Um, And this is a skill that might take some time to build and to practice, but just know that the more you do it, the more you question uh, what's really going on, the better you get at this skill. So being a detective sometimes means that you discover, yeah, it was something that happened earlier in the day that's making me want to eat later today. Or maybe it's something that happened the day before. Maybe it's like a stressful thing that you kind of felt you'd managed the day before, but it's hanging with you. And then the result is the next day it triggers urges to eat. Um, Which is interesting, right? Like you, we're so used to thinking, okay, I just want to eat because of what's happening right now. But I can tell you from all the work that I've done and all the coaching that I do that it's usually not actually what's happening right now. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just you walk into an environment that gives you food cues. Um, Like I took my kids to the mall uh, yesterday uh, to. Uh, It was a super rainy day to just get out of the house a little bit. And what I hadn't really thought of, I don't go to the mall very often, so I hadn't really thought of, but as soon as you walk in the mall, you're smacked with popcorn smell because there's a Colonel's popcorn in our mall. And I hadn't really prepared for that. Um, And it sort of took me by surprise and made me think maybe I should buy popcorn. Uh, And so really the trigger in that setting was mainly just the environment and the smell that I hadn't prepared for, but there is probably also other things going on if I really looked at it, like probably spending the day with the kids to the point where I felt we needed to get out of the house (laughs) may have been triggering, you know, making me more prone to that popcorn smell when I encountered it. So just be a detective in your own life. Be a detective with your own brain. Your brain will supply stories to you and tell you what the truth is, but don't buy it. <laughs> it's telling you stories that it thinks will work to get what it wants. And really, at the core of it, it wants foods that give you dopamine. Um, it that part of your brain that supplies those stories it doesn't think long term, and so it's not telling you stories that are going to get to you to your long term goals. You have to be the detective and decide which of the stories you actually want to believe and accept and which ones that you think would actually be better off if you were to change them. So let's summarize that. So recognize that domino thoughts exist and are happening all the time. So one thought changes your emotion, changes your action, which then leads to different thought, different, then you have another emotion, another action, and it just keeps going throughout your day. But recognize that at any point, you can change that thought. And the thought is a place to change, not your actions. When we focus on changing actions only, we're using willpower. When we focus on changing the thought, it becomes just a simple switch. We change it to something that is believable, that makes sense to us, that feels better. Um, and it doesn't take any willpower. It's just an intentional decision to change a thought. So at any of that path along that domino track you can change the thought and change what that does. So knowing and believing that your thoughts are optional, you don't have to think any certain way in any certain circumstance. You can choose the way that's going to work best for you on that particular day. So building awareness uh, as an observer in your own brain and watching the thoughts that come through your brain And being curious about them, like, oh, I wonder what was going on. I wonder what I was thinking there. And writing it down uh, when you can so that you have more concrete uh, action with it. Uh, Number two is choose a thought earlier in the day, one thought. You don't have to change them all. That's the other thing is we can feel overwhelmed if we think, oh, my gosh, there's so many different thoughts that are leading me to eat. They don't all have to change. Remember, it's a domino effect. So change one and you'll change the rest. Uh, there's such ripple effects when you start changing thoughts that you can blow your own mind. By changing one thought earlier in the day intentionally, you'll find the rest of the day changes. So choose one, don't feel that you have to change it all. And number three, be a detective. So if you're hitting a brick wall and your brain's like, nope, nothing here. We just really like food. Question that, be the detective, look into it deeper, be curious, uh, try to find other stuff that might be going on so that you really can understand yourself at a different level. All right. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, Send me any uh, emails uh, about if you have thoughts about how you're going to use this in your own life, or if you try it and you're like, whoa, that totally changed my day send me an email. I love to hear that sort of stuff. The email is info at weight for physicians.ca. And remember to hit subscribe. If you could take the time to leave a review for this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. The reviews help the podcast get found. And also, if you could share it with somebody else, uh, I would really appreciate that too. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you later.